Hey there, everybody. Nico here. And whether you're a Sheen or an Estevez or an Estevez pretending to be a Sheen, go ahead and put your pants back on. Let's go punch a clown and watch some Geek Cast live. It's a trap! And welcome to episode 374 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. And no one else. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Joe is... Uh, he's uh, off trying to find a spirit animal again. Yeah, I was say he's, he's, he left open the door and it ran away. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a Roomba. <laughs> and uh, and there's nothing more dangerous than a Roomba in the wild because, as we all know, nature abhors a vacuum. Yeah, that's that is very so, true. That is very true. It and is if anything up. is going to inevitably turn into gray goo and just dis, like disassemble the entirety of the world, it's, oh, it's a Roomba. It's, it's a Roomba. It's a Roomba yeah. for sure. Has no natural predators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if left unchecked, it's like the emerald ash borer. Yeah, it's just, just it could. We're gonna have like a like a chestnut blight. Yeah, just Roombas everywhere. <laughs> Fucking. This is how the world what? ends. Not with you a bang, what? but with a Roomba. But with a Roomba. <laughs> I love. I love that. It's it's not even two minutes into the show, and we've brought up both chestnut blight and a fucking Robert Frost. Red <laughs> Robert Frost. Right. It's <laughs> also our first show title. <laughs> Chestnut Blight and Robert Frost coming out strong, Rob. Yeah, and then Nick. I don't know what Nick's doing. Hey, what do he say? He's a he's a galvanized pipe. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't know what I don't know what that means. I definitely was we, wrong. Uh, that was T. S. Eliot, not oh Robert Frost. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna for keep what it's Robert worth. I'm sure there's Frost. like of the ten listeners that are listening, one of them was like, "Hey, that's wrong." Yeah, one of them just said, mm-mm, T.S.L. No, T.S.L. <laughs> just like that, too. And then yeah. they turned it off. Like, and then they, not, yeah. If you're not going to you know be factual. This fucking uncultured swine. <laughs> you uncultured <laughs> swine. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't, yeah like I said, I don't know. I'm Dude, I'm good. I haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, it's been ages. You've been uh, lost in some fields or some such, I yeah. hear. I finally accepted one of those old Facebook Farmville requests. And uh, that's what I've been doing. Whatever happened to, to that era of Facebook? Uh, oh, before it turned into rampant propaganda and yeah, destroying before, families? Exactly. What happened? Culture back- wars and genocides. What happened? I, Right. Remember whenever there used to just be mafia wars? Right. Remember when Facebook was just like, uh, who had the coolest happy aquarium? Right. Or Mark Zuckerberg trying to get girls to like him. Like, those right. were the days. Like, yeah. college Facebook, back before it was an existential crisis and a yeah, detriment to human- humanity. Facebook should have ended uh, when it became when it was the site where you just ranked hot girls at Harvard. 
Yeah, that should have, that should have been it probably the end should of have it. just died there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would have been great for like six months during its time, and then it would have died, and the world would have been better for it. And that was see that was the uh, that was what was great about the hellscape that was fucking MySpace. Uh huh. Was like you had to rank your friends. Oh yeah, which I, I mean, mean, so it it creates this own ecosystem where everybody's constantly like turning and vying on each other. And as such, like everybody's preoccupied with doing that. And because right, everybody's right. So just you, worried about where you rank with your friends instead of like right, so you spreading don't have, misinformation you don't, about a plague. <laughs> I was just going to say, you don't have time to argue with your aunt about how vaccines work. Right. Exactly. Cause she wants to know why she's number three on your friends list instead of number two. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> Not to mention uh, the fact that, that my my MySpace page looked and felt completely different than your MySpace page because I had some fucking I had like mute like a playlist that was unique yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that I God, this is a weird start to the show, but I'm about it. Uh so the thing that I particularly enjoyed about MySpace, uh, one other than like Tom apparently being of all of the like patriarchs of uh, social media. Tom apparently is like the only saint amongst them. Yes. Uh, but uh, it taught me how to code. Like the first time that I ever fucked around with HTML was like, I want to make my page do really cool things whenever you go to it. I want, you know, the thunder strikes in the background and music, like you said, a music player. And, oh, hell like, yeah. The, you know, these different things to really like make it my page because that was a thing that was important to us in the time. And uh, yeah, like I, I learned like all of my formative like HTML stuff, like things that would be like the basis of my knowledge for like actual computer classes and computer science and coding and stuff later on, just putzing around on the Internet. Like that's through, fucking through rad. MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. You don't what get, is, I mean, what you don't get do into now? that with uh, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know, and I think it's probably better for everyone Be- that better, way. Like, better that you don't? Either, yeah, well, yeah, like, he's either, like, gone off into the woods and, like, ascended to a, f- like, higher form of being, or he's, like, doing some skunk work shit on the internet and, like, coming up with a world-ending plague because, I don't know, Facebook deserves it. <laughs> because no, Facebook has served him. Can I tell you something that just, so I went to MySpace.com. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a completely different thing now. But well, and then, and then I, I went to like the uh, the three bars in the top left. that was going to pull up some sort of menu. Sure. And I went to profiles. And the first thing it sent me to was sign in with Facebook. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. I don't want to. I just I don't so, want to. I don't know if they've uh, changed up MySpace again because I've haven't used it in years but there was like a time where you know maybe like five or six years ago i was peeking back around at it and they were doing uh some really big push as a um like a music um like a music social media platform um not necessarily like soundcloud or something like that but like a place for musicians and people you know enjoyers of music to come and like use that more as like the central you know focal point of the of of myspace people would go there and share music talk about music and stuff and uh seemed 
cool, but it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. You know, I had I been doing more DJing stuff or something of the like, maybe I would have been interested in it, but right. Yeah. I have no idea what it's doing nowadays. What's you know what? Let's let's look at the old internet, shall we? MySpace.com. Oh, looks like they're still mostly doing that. Uh, the unlikely renewal of Billy <laughs> Strings, which I'm, you know, so let me know. It looks kind of like poppy, pop culture, music videos. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks fine. Um, it's, it's not what it was. It's but it definitely looks- not what it was. Um, but it looks fine. It looks fine. It looks like uh, it looks like some kind of weird mix between like a uh, uh, news. News is probably a generous term. Um, like um, I don't know, screen screen rant maybe. Like some somewhere between like screen rant and like a cleaner, less ridiculous Facebook with everybody's opinions being blasted at you. <laughs> so like uh. It's just like news uh, and people sharing music and stuff and talking about music. It's it seems pretty chill. I love the the uh, Billy Billy Eilish launches her own vegan Air Jordan sneakers. In case you didn't know, of course. Nice, of course. Remember when we used to do the um, uh, Geekcast Live Signs of the Apocalypse? <laughs> that is, is that, that was on though? that was on my short list. Yeah, we but, it's, mean, but not yeah. the apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> I think that's wrong. Um, Geekcast lives signs that things have gone too far. That's what it is. <laughs> Which is a slight regression from apocalypse. <laughs> right, right. It's just just below. Like we still have time to stop it. Like I feel like you could have your own scale of things that have gone too far, all the way to apocalypse. So, Billy Billy Eilish with a line of vegan Air Jordans is just where does it rank know. on that on that scale? Is it closer to things that have gone too far or too or closer towards apocalyptic? It's closer towards things that have gone too far. Okay, okay. It, yeah. I don't I don't think that's not going to be the thing her, that you cause the vegan, heat death of the universe. Right, her vegan Air Jordans isn't the um, murder of Harambe. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I think we all get right. like listen dicks out okay I'm fully I'm behind <laughs> it I just justice that's, for <laughs> justice for Harambe which is we're you wouldn't know it we are uh, we are we are four show titles in I fucking believe that <laughs> <laughs> just so you know but uh, yeah I don't I don't know I think I I have no problem with vegans. I think it's a noble thing. That's great. Sure, and, sure. and even and even the joke of like even like the, you know how they know you're vegan? You, you told them, type thing. That's a, I, I'm fine with it. I don't know what I, I don't even know feel like mean. for the most part like and maybe that just be might be the groups that I hang around with in my like own anecdotal evidence. But I even feel like for the most part. Um, both the pretension towards and from um, veganism has kind of gone by the wayside or like, it's not like the butt of nearly as many jokes. I mean, there was a while where like being hipster and being vegan were like the two ends to every joke for probably like a solid, I don't know, five to 10 years, maybe. Right. Right. 
And uh, like, like I'm going to be honest. I don't, uh, I don't know any vegans. Yeah. I don't think because they no, actually you know. They, they know. actually don't tell me. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, or it, yeah, it just doesn't feel nearly as both forced and like, I, I guess, aggressively laughed about by people who are, you know, trying to make something out of nothing. Um, I've I've ate vegan. I enjoyed sure. it. I've sure. ate. There's a there's I've a lot vegetarian. of vegetarian. Really I enjoy it. And I mean, a, a lot of amazing Indian food. I love Indian food. A lot of Indian food is vegetarian, just because the you know the culture and such. But uh, yeah, it's 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 great. It's fine. It uh, is my. Is... One, it is it is the one type of food, one ethnic variety of food that I have never fully immersed myself in, or oh gave like God. a or gave like an honest try. We need to. Just, like I've had I've had like non. But yeah, that's just, that's just a pita, really. Well, <laughs> maybe kind of, but okay. You can get well, maybe some. not. You can so not. I love not. I prefer non to pita by a bit, but like so non's one of those breads that you specifically have to have it fresh. Like it doesn't it doesn't stay well for very long. Sure, um, and it's particularly best like right out of a kiln oven. Okay. Uh, which is like already setting some like weird standards that you know you, <laughs> right. most people don't necessarily have you know ready access to that unless you're going to uh, one of like the Indian restaurants that we have here in town. And, like I'd love to take you sometime. Okay. We could just uh, like I would love I would love to go. Here's ten different dishes. We'll get like five different orders of naan with some like you know uh, garlic naan and uh, like. Can uh, we smoke got, a hookah? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've never, I've never. Who could? No, no, we can. We'll we'll make a day of it. Let's let's do a thing. I mean, we we could. What do you drink? Podcast the shit out of that. What do you Uh, drink? Because I don't want I don't want to have like a hookah and like some like tandoori chicken and then have like a Coors Light. Oh God, you know what? That's uh, okay. So uh, if you if you didn't want to just do that, uh, I particularly enjoy different kinds of lassi. Uh, Lassi is a Kind of like a like a yogurt drink, I guess, is a good way to describe it. It's, Interesting. Uh, like somewhere between the consistency of like just a little bit thicker than milk, but not so thick as like cream or something like that. Generally, okay. Um, and whole milk. Yeah, it's like a whole milk. Yeah, and is it, they, is it alcoholic? No, 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 no. I mean, and you might be able to get an alcoholic one. I don't. I don't know many alcoholic like. Indian drinks. Not that there probably aren't any. I just don't know any okay. of them, like off the top of my head. Like, um, uh, but uh, mango lassi is particularly fucking good. Like, I could drink gallons of that at a time easily, hmm. uh, and probably throw up because it's you know a heavy milk cream based it's, it's thing. A, it's a, but it's like, a heavy milk cream, and you just drink gallons. And I, I would just drink a gallon of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which no one does. No, but it, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's uh let's find some uh let's we'll find a, I'll fi- I'll find a Saturday afternoon. We'll go do a thing. Absolutely. Bring bring Mac of the kids down or something. Did I, or we could just I tell you, take them off and you know. So it. the the other night, I don't know, the other night, a month ago, uh, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I was uh uh what's the weed version of in my cups? Mm. 
I was I know, feeling it. I was I was at a fantastic cruising altitude. Sure. Yeah. That's, and yeah. and I had just made chicken euros for dinner. Okay. And uh, but I didn't want. I wanted something sweet, right? Sure. Sure. And and, and so I made. I had I had leftover um, garlic butter dill pitas. Okay. And I had I had a a box of. Remember when we were in Pennsylvania? Somebody brought a box of individually packaged um, pre-shelled pistachios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I took those home with me. I don't know why, yeah. but they were there, and I was like, I'm, I want them. So, but I, I, had, I made, like, prison baklava. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, Arguably the best kind of baklava. So I had, I, had, I, had, I had this garlic dill pita. Which is, I mean, garlic and dill, whatever. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. I, I don't I don't think they put either one of those in baklava. But I had I had pistachios and I had honey, <laughs> and I threw it I threw it in the air fryer. Yeah, I tell you what, that was. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was fan it was fantastic. That's fascinating. Oh, so tangentially related to that because of baklava, but um, I don't know what the fuck this episode is. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Ashley and her, uh, mom like to go estate sailing and, uh, yeah, I've never yeah. been to like totally. estate sale before. There's some weird fucking people that go there to vend shit, you know, while people are looking at, you know, I guess the things on the estate. Yeah. And, uh, so while she was there, there was this gentleman who was vending some stuff apparently. And. Uh, it was amongst his things, this really weird honey and honey? I, I, honey. Yeah. And I love honey. I'll fucking put, oh, I'll yeah. lather that shit on anything. And what was particularly interesting about this honey is that it was f- fermented in a whiskey barrel with some of the leftover whiskey. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just this. It's just, it's like just apparently, like, like there is mead. a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Just short of it, apparently. But like, uh, apparently there was like a whole song and a dance and a story that he told to go along with it. But you know, it got lost in translation. I'm sure. But uh, anyway, um, yeah. It's uh, it's is pretty it good? tasty. It's 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 yeah. I I'd lather that on pretty much anything. So I didn't realize, you know, fermenting honey, you know, I've known about mead for a while. That makes sense. But in whiskey, that was that was a revelation. I've had honey whiskey, but I've never thought of how, you know. Right. I was saying, I've had I've had doing like, the uh, inverse with honey. Right. You, you've had honey whiskey. You've never had whiskey honey. Ex- exactly. Yes. Yes. I opening eye opening experience. I'm kind of into it. I'm not going to lie to you. I yeah. have. I would probably would have been really good on my prison baklava. It probably been great on your prison baklava. It was delicious. I made two of them, thinking Natalie would have one, and of course she didn't have one at all. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and they because I put them in the air fryer, so they got real crispy. Mm. Uh, and I so I did one with uh, I did one with uh, like a Louisiana style hot sauce. And Somebody's great grandma, for the record, is like overhearing this episode and oh, like dying on the inside. Dying, to you dying. Talk listen, about your fucking prison baklava in an air listen, fryer. <laughs> listen, if I could have, uh, if I could have made baklava, I would have made baklava. <laughs> but I didn't have, I didn't have what I needed. Yeah. But I had, I had a, I had some honey, and I had some nuts, and I had a, 
I had a pastry of sorts. And so I, uh, I mean, fuck it. You make I felt like what you can. I felt like Uncle Alton Brown would have been proud of me. Yeah. He'd have been like, you know what, son? You, tr- you really tried. You gave it, it, you gave it your God's honest. You gave it your God's honest. Truth. It was good. It was good. I mean, it probably wasn't as good as I thought it was at the time. Yeah. But <laughs> I was proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was proud of myself. <laughs> so anyway, we weren't planning on talking about any of this tonight. No, this. But that was a half hour's worth of just weird. Uh, there's just there's been an absolute glut of trailers and announcements for video games, TV shows, movies, and I haven't seen all of them. And there's some I told myself I'd watch, and then I forgot what they were. Um, but we, you and I, shared some stuff back and forth tonight about some things that we were excited about. And yeah. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about the one you shared. Which is the uh, which is a chorus? Chorus, yeah. Uh, so I had only just recently stumbled upon some videos for it. Uh, I think trailers might have just started rolling out. I don't know if it made any big de- debuts at uh, like E3 or any of the big like PlayStation or Xbox shows or anything along those lines. But it looks it- rad. <laughs> Uh, so it is a, um, uh, like, a. it's basically like Star Fox with like crazy yeah. sci-fi, like super futurism. That's what it, it's, it's, it's a Star Fox with, uh, with a little bit more than an eight bit processor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the concept is that you are playing this character named Nara and she is formally the right hand of this evil order that is like subjugating galaxies and planes and dimensions and stuff. Real, real bad people. Uh, some horrific, um, sequence of events ended in a planet getting um, obliterated, just, you know, shattered uh, and had her like gave her like a coming to God moment or something of the like, you know, like confronting herself. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves the order and uh, after some amount of time, apparently the order finally ends up catching up with her. And so you playing Nara uh, are joined with your sentient AI ship, the Forsaken, right. uh, to go and like just absolutely fucking wreck, wreck shit. And this in like the scenes and the backgrounds for this or, you know, big, big giant space battles. But some of them are like crazy like astral seas like things that you would see in like the doctor like deep in like the doctor strange multiverse or you know things with crazy designs and and artistic you know um directions and uh it looks really fucking cool fast-paced explosive like um it, it looks like a wild wild ride uh it's coming out for PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Um, I'm sure that it's going to be coming out on the next-gen consoles, though I don't know if I've seen anything for those yet. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks tight. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, it looks... I like the gameplay. Uh, it seems to me like I would play that game less 
I didn't, uh, the story didn't attract me. Yeah. Um, the visuals looked cool. I love the idea of, uh, like a sentient ship that you have some sort of like, uh, like connection with like consensual hair sex, like an avatar. Sure. Yeah. Um, some sort of connection with that. That's kind of cool. I like the idea of that a lot. Um, and I like, I just, like you said, the first thing I thought of was Star Fox. Oh yeah. Yeah. It looks like a much needed Star Fox game that we haven't had for some reason for, you know, the last 20 years. Yeah. Or 25 years, 20. Yeah. Probably 25 years. I think the last time I played Star Fox was, uh, I was in grade. I was in grade school. So it was it was fourth through sixth grade was the last time I played Star Fox. Yeah, that's so uh, yeah, why why that hasn't been updated and or why there hasn't already been a movie. I have no idea. Yeah. God, um, Star Fox came out in 97. I was five years old. Yeah, 97. So. The, the Star Fox 64. But. Jesus, that's that's a long time ago. It was eons. So I don't know of the trailers I sent you. I don't know which ones you watched. Uh, so I uh, well, the, the first one that I would love to talk about is Squid Game. But I, uh, uh, yes. Uh, so Squid Game and um, uh, Alice in Borderlands uh, in the Alice in Borderland. Yeah, I Alice uh, in Bo- I Alice in Borderland. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two trailers that I've been able to. Or that I have watched so far. Uh, so I've, loved, I've, oh, I've also seen the trailer for Zola, which looks that was a that came out nuts like, crazy. That came out like like three four months ago. It is yeah. um uh so Zola was made by A twenty four, which for Apparently. my money, my money is like it is the production house in Hollywood right now. It, I everything they make before I see it, I'm it's like. Like jot it down. That's a top ten movie of the year. Yeah, it is fucking a twenty four and neon. Both both companies are fucking putting out ridiculous movies. The Green Knight was a twenty four. Ex Machina, by the way. Uncut Gems. I haven't seen Green Knight yet. No, I haven't it's, gone to the. I haven't gone to the theaters, and I don't think it's streaming. Uh, it's streaming if you're paying money for it. Uh, okay. You yeah, but it's uh. I, I rather enjoyed it. It had some re- weird twists and turns, um, but I, I really, really liked it overall. So Squid Game and Alice in Borderland are two completely different. Uh, Alice in Borderland is Japanese. Squid mm-hmm. Game is 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 uh, South Korean specifically. Yeah. Um, both of them. I don't even know what the genre would be called other than like um, real life. Well, yeah, no, documentary, real but it's uh, well, especially since like South Korea right now is going through a terrible like debt problem. Okay. Not not the country themselves, but the people them the people in the country. Yeah, there, there are people that are like, um, there's like no oversight. There's no stopping it. There's people that are borrowing money excessively without any checks or balances. There's, and I'm sure that's where this came from because the concept of the of Squid Game is, um like 500 people are pulled off the streets of South Korea who are debtors who are in debt one way or another. And they are given a chance to, if they win the squid game, if they win this contest, 
they will get like 40 billion like Korean dollars. It's theirs, but they have to win. The problem is it's not like the, like Jeopardy. Well, the alternative to winning the whole thing is dying. Yes. Which and, is one way to erase a debt, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, all your debts are erased 100%. And it's just, uh, it is fucking, Squid Game is fucking wild. First of all, it's incredibly well acted. Um, don't, the default, I think, for the show is English subtitles and English dubs, um, but they don't match. so so i'm a subtitle guy and i'm subs over dubs anyway yeah um i like listening to shows in their original language um just that's my recommendation it is i think eight episodes long and uh boy it doesn't stop it is insane and it is insane man so it's it's on netflix already it's on netflix right now yeah oh man i'm gonna and it's and it's um i think it would like this weekend coming up it's supposed to be a rainy shitty weekend perfect my favorite kind of weekend it'd be a great weekend to put like um something on the stove like a like a chili or a stew or a chowder or something Mm -hmm. to where you could just and like just keep it warm and eat it all weekend yes and binge squid game and then binge alice in borderland Here's why. First of all, they're both uh, Asian films, so mm-hmm. you're in the you're in that genre. They're also the same concept. It's a contest where okay. if, where the once you enter the contest, you either leave in a body bag or you leave because you're alive and you've won the game. Sure, sure. And just like Jeopardy. Just like Jeopardy. Well, that's how Jeopardy should be now. That's yeah. No. Champ, champion moves on. The other two are executed by the ghost of Alex uh, Trebek. The, I was thank you for finding his name because I was going to say the ghost of Al Franken, and then I stopped because Al Franken is clearly still alive, and I didn't know what <laughs> to do. He can't astral project. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do, so I just said the ghost of, and I stopped, and then you went Alex Trebek, and I went yeah. yes. <laughs> I. I just, you know how your brain just, uh, we both know I know who Alex Trebek is. Yeah. We yeah. both know I know that that's the host of Jeopardy. Well, my brain, more. my brain could not make my mouth say Alex Trebek. <laughs> All it wanted to say was Al Franken. And yep, couldn't do it. Anyway, here's the twist though. Alice in Wonder or Alice in Borderland. Um, doesn't seem to have like the setup is a little weird and yeah. that they, I don't really think they explain it, but okay. the concept is a suddenly everyone's in the game. You didn't choose to opt in. You are just in it. You exist. Yeah. You exist. And you have to play the games. Okay. You have to you have to enter a game every 48 hours or you just die. A laser beam comes from space and hits you in the fucking head and it bores a hole from your fucking brain out your ass and you're dead. It's a very Japanese so, outlook on life. So you have you have to enter a game every 48 hours. Okay. Okay. 
when you get there, you don't know what game you're playing, but you'll be, once the game starts, you'll be told like, like today's game is a, is the queen of hearts. And you actually like the suits, the different suits tell you it's a different kind of game. Um, higher valued cards are the difficulty of the game. Okay. Okay. And then if you, if you win, you, you collect the card. You can leave the game when you've collected all the cards. Interesting. Okay. Right. Now, interesting. Interesting. Okay. That seems very, very cool. Uh, sorry to bounce back and forth really quick, but uh, I, I'm still thinking about um, Squid Games. And yeah. One of the things that I just I, I can't get out of my head is how visually striking it is. Oh, it's stunning. Uh, their use of colors and mm-hmm. um, the the mask designs for like the variety of characters, presumably, you know, the, the billionaires or whomstever is in charge of the, the, the squid game. But uh, yeah, so you God, find out. Yeah. There's uh, there's the guys in the red suits that have either a circle, a triangle, or a square on their mask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a hierarchy there. Um, I don't know if in the trailer they show you the guy in the black mask. Uh, yeah, with the okay. like, yeah, that that mask looks incredible. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, and then there's there's other masks for other characters that show up down the road that I'm not going to tell you about. Okay, but but the circle, triangle, and square mask. There is a fucking. There's a hierarchy there within the what whatever is on your front. Interesting. Yes, and it is very it is very cool. And the thing is that these they make these they make everybody play like children's games. Yeah, so and... like you're playing like red light, green light. That's the that's the very first game you see in the show is red light, green light, and it is. Uh, it is it is terrifying. <laughs> it is, yeah. and it's fucking wild. It looks it looks fucking wild. They both it's they a, both do. <laughs> it's a really good. Yeah, they're they're both um like uh what's the uh what is the uh foreign film? It's an Asian film that was like the a uh, battle royale. Yeah. You know how ba- Battle Royale, it's it's like uh, it was Hunger like Games. Like the proto-Hunger Games, yeah. Ex- exactly. Um, that, sh- that movie's also fantastic, but it is, it's like they've cornered the market on that genre. And I don't know what the genre is called, if it's like fucking like, because it's gory as shit. I mean, they don't. Yeah. It's dystopian battle royale style. It's like, yeah, it's like dystopian, like dystopian Hunger Games. I don't know what that genre is, but it is. I think it might just be called battle royale. Like, it, <laughs> it might, makes it makes is. sense. Yeah, it's what I'll call it. That's my yeah. name. So yeah, those are. Uh, that's. A, I think that's just a really good. They really work well together as like a double feature, even though they're not movies. You're you're investing, like Squid sure. Games. Squid Games eight hours. Yeah. Um, and I think Alice in Borderland is probably the same. So you got 16 hours in two shows, but I like them both. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, the other the other two trailers I sent you, um, and I think it's uh, it's Tatane. I think it's how it would have to be said. Tatane. 
Um, that is by Neon. That okay. comes out. That comes out this Saturday. Um, the the director, I believe, is the same director that uh, directed the movie, or not the movie? Yeah, the movie Raw. You ever heard of Raw? Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, I gotta, let me find. Yeah, Raw came out in 2016, and it is the same director. So okay. Raw Raw is a movie about a uh, like a college age girl who develops a craving for human flesh. Fascinating. Right now, I don't know if you watched the trailer for Tatain, but it is. Um, uh, no one has any idea. If you just watch that trailer, you have absolutely no fucking idea what the movie's about. And I don't. I have no idea what it's about. But it is. Oh, the most fucked up movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it. Uh, but I think the very next line is like the most fucked up movie ever, and or the also sweetest movie, right, or the sweetest. Right? What does that yeah. mean? Right. What does that exactly. mean? I mean, I love it. That's my kind of movie. That's got real like um, Mandy vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks wild and like a wild experience you know um lots of strange colors strange people doing strange things i have no idea what the fuck is going on here <laughs> there's, a, is... there's there's a girl humping a car mm -hmm. um there's a and it's like a real intense beginning of the trailer and then it switches to like um like catchy 70s disco music <laughs> it's and then, it's uh, and then everything's on fire <laughs> It's incredible. It, okay, it, cool. It just looks, it looks fucking wild. I'm really hoping it's available to stream because I just, I'm, I've been telling myself, like, I want to get back in the theaters. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, to be selfish. Let's do I was, Dune. I was, well, that's what I, I was waiting for um, my brother-in-law's wedding was last, mm -hmm. was two weeks ago. I wanted to make sure I was healthy for the wedding. Sure, so I sure. didn't I didn't really do anything yeah, that, that I didn't sense. have that I didn't have to do. Um I still don't I mean obviously I don't want fucking COVID and I'm still gonna be precautious and everything, but I would I would see a movie in the afternoon when there's like no one there. <laughs> yeah. But I want to get back into theaters because I, I mean I fucking I miss movie theaters. And this like Dune, like you were saying, Dune is a movie I wanna I wanna see Dune at the IMAX. Oh, yeah, exactly. The I, biggest I, I, screen with the want, biggest like base system. Hey, did, you did you know around. that? Did you know that the movie is only covering the first half of the first book? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to get to see the whole story. So there's going to. I mean, so so as of right it, now, it better do well, right? Because can you imagine if there was never a Dune two? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can't imagine that because it's things like that haven't necessarily been far off from movies that have happened previously. Um, that's true. But, um, I, I think that it will absolutely do really I well. Gonna, I think it's going to crush. Yeah. Um, I mean, as I, I think the home streaming numbers are going to be through the roof. Even, even if the reviews after the fact are terrible. I think that initially sale, selling wise, like people have been chomping at the bit for this forever. Forever. 
uh, even just since like the first movie trailer has been out. Mm-hmm. So like um, it's it's been you know festering and you know for for people who aren't just like diehard Dune fans, but people who you know saw it and were just like, oh shit, this movie looks cool. Well, and I uh, think I sent you a Chinese trailer that just dropped. I sent it in the group chat. Yeah, maybe a couple of days ago. Um, it shows a little more. It shows a lot more Duncan Idaho than I had seen in previous trailers. Yeah, one of the one of the, probably the best characters in the series, the uh, movie at least. Uh, I think Jason Momoa is such an interesting pick for him because if uh, if this series is wildly successful, say they get you know. The the second half of the movie, I believe, is already like either like well underway in terms of filming or has been like pretty well shot up. Um, I think there's already been talks about potential for continuing uh, on with the books, continuing on with the books and doing really? Dune, Dune Messiah. Um, and if that was the case, uh, it'd be uh It'd be interesting, uh, especially seeing like just seeing how many other characters they would want to continue to use from this right. one um, into the next book. If only because Dune Messiah takes place a, a good while after um, the events of Dune. But I think it'll be really cool. Uh, yeah, Jason Momoa could potentially, if if the, if the series blows up, Jason Momoa could potentially have work for the rest of his life. <laughs> rest of his life. <laughs> for the rest of his life. The uh, it was raining the other day. God, I say the other day a lot. It was like a month. The other ago. day. Sorry. It was raining, and I was at a volleyball game with uh for my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. and we had to like run through the parking lot. It was a downpour, and. I, so I picked up my youngest daughter and I was running with her while I was like, I was being a goofball and I was running like, I was telling her that we were going to avoid all of the rain, but you sure. can't just, you can't just run straight to where you're going. You've got to, obviously <laughs> the rain can't hit you if you walk without rhythm. Right. Cause it won't attract the worm. It won't attract, it won't attract the worm. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you you've got learning. You've got it. You've got it correct. The uh, the last trailer that I sent you is uh, another A twenty four joint, Lamb. Now, did you get a chance to watch the Lamb trailer? So, yes. <laughs> I feel like okay. So I feel like I've actually seen this trailer for for this before. Uh, I'm so fucking confused by this movie. Like. I get the premise. Sure. I, uh, I just, there's I guess like I want to know more. There's like, so this is what I got out of it. There's two Icelandic sheep farmers mm-hmm. who have a, uh, a sheep is giving birth mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, well, it doesn't quite birth a sheep and they raise it, uh, as like a son and uh all of the other sheep uh don't like that <laughs> and they want to kill something it seems like the movie is going to be about the sheep 
There's something else in the movie. So that this is, is a, Satanic Animal Farm. That's what I'm saying. I, there's, this to me is like a. Uh, or some at the at the end, you know, remember the movie uh, The Witch or Witch? Yeah, just came out a couple of years ago. Where at the end you find out it's like the, the, the incredible the, movie. <laughs> like like what? It's not Black Peter. It's like Black. What is it? Black. Uh, uh, damn it. Black Billy. No. Black no. Black Black Joseph. No. No. I know it's not Black Peter. That doesn't sound right. Uh, God, we were just talking about that. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Hello. Black Philip. It's Black Philip. It's a great fucking movie. Oh, dude. I had a. I. I, It was my number one movie of the year that year. Um, The Witch is phenomenal. The Witch is wonderful. The Witch, when. When also the little, an 824 film, I believe. When the little boy um like vomits up the apple. Mm-hmm. Dude. Just fucked. Dude, that is, the, that is the, so the one complaint that I have about Witch uh, or the Witch is the fucking EQing for the audio is awful. It's yeah. impossible to understand people most of the time throughout that movie. Like, fucking impossible. You know what? And it's not like a... Um, what movie was it that Christopher Nolan... Um, God. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. When he said, like, no, 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 no. When people had the same complaint about that, he was like, no, that's part of the movie. You're not supposed to hear him. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come yeah, on, what do you mean? Just- just just bad editors, weak, weak editing sauce. So the witch, the witch has uh, the dad uh, with his uh, uh, Ra- Ralph, Ralph Ineson. Maybe. Anyway, he is one of my favorite actors. He is also in the Green Knight. Uh, I believe he is the voice of, if not the. He is the Green uh, Knight, I believe. He, he is. He is the Green Knight. Yeah. I was but, wondering uh, why I recognized that voice. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's the That's dad what... from he's the dad from the witch. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. That doesn't surprise me at all. But yeah, I think um, it's also the first time that I saw Anya uh, Taylor Joy and anything. Yep. yep. Yeah. The witch is a 24, by the way. You are correct. The, I tell you, I, well, I mean, that was I'm her serious. breakout role. I'm serious, man. A 24. The. The list of movies that are in their fucking stable is un unbelievable. It's some of the best films I've ever seen. Um, They're powerhouse studio uh, right now. Um, what am I trying to say? Oh, Midsummer is an A twenty four film. Mm-hmm. Midsummer mm-hmm. is unbelievably good. Oh, um, yeah. and one of the one of the best movies. I've ever seen a, a, a movie that physically made me hurt is Uncut Gems. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Uncut Gems yet with Sandler. Dude, it's one of the best fucking movies of all time. Yeah. And and it is so fucking... They just... This this production, has they just fucking understand it. I don't... It's so good. And then... So they're also the new Cohen, the new Ethan Cohen film. Uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth is an A24 film. 
Man, with they're with, also I just realized responsible for Euphoria, which is that show on HBO that's been blowing up for some time with uh, Zendaya. Oh, are they really? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. They their fucking lineup's incredible. Yeah, it's really um, uh, Ex Machina is the, is them too. Um, yeah, and that's but yeah. The, um, the tragedy Macbeth. So that's Denzel Washington who has um two oscars right mm-hmm. it's francis allegedly. Mac- <laughs> allegedly it's francis mcdormand who has four oscars and it's joel cohen uh who has two oscars there's there's fucking eight oscars between those three people and the rest of the cast is fucking brandon gleason henry melling um ralph ineson is in this um it's just it looks so, it looks so fucking good. Uh, Tragedy yeah. Macbeth is going to be fucking awesome. A twenty four just does it. They just fucking oh, yeah. know. They know what to do, and they they just do it well. I didn't so, realize that they also put out a Green Knight role playing game. I I own it. from A twenty four. I own it. It's, we should I have, fucking play I have that sometime. I would love to. I Dude, I would love to play it. I this map looks incredible. This would be a blast. I have it upstairs in my bedroom. I will. Uh, I'll bring it to work tomorrow, and you can take a look at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This looks fucking cool. Yeah, it's really good. So anyway, that's what I had. Those are the things that I, I on top of like Netflix has just dropped. They dropped two animated. Uh, uh, series they dropped trailers for it. I wish I could remember what they were. I'll find them. Um, they just dropped a Stranger Things uh, season four trailer mm-hmm. that looks creepy as shit. It's just we're we're coming into that winter season and and where they're going to start dropping a bunch of stuff. Oh, I mean, uh, we just got uh, the the poster for the Book of Boba Fett today. Oh um, god, this, that looks fucking sick. <laughs> December 29th is when that goes live. Um yeah, perfect. So, anyway, what are you uh, what are you geeking on this week besides uh, everything we've talked about? So, I have been geeking on one. I just started uh Star Wars Visions. And that is really solid. Uh is it so, good? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the um, anime anthology for Star Wars, and it's uh, uh, so I think that we're on. Like we are either on or just finished episode six. I believe there's nine or ten episodes in total. Um, there's only been one bad episode, and it was pretty rough. All of the other ones range from like good to really good. Really? Like, okay. Like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the ones that are like, like, like the one they're they're really <laughs> enjoyable and chipper and colorful. The ones that are really good, like the first one, the first one is super stylized and mostly in black and white with like, uh, like hints of color. And it uh, it's fucking wild. Like it it explodes real quickly. And whatever it does, like you have to just kind of like accept it initially. And then you're like, oh, my God, like this is incredible Star Wars. Like this is just fucking great. Uh, 
So that's been, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely good. I'm looking forward to, to watching more of that and wrapping that up. And then, uh, additionally, I've also been playing a fuck ton of Stellaris here uh, the last week or so. Uh, that's the, um, like, Star Empire Builder game. Um, and uh, I've played, so they just had a big update last week. And so I've been playing through, and I, um, it's been a real, real wild ride. So I'm currently in the process of uh, installing myself as Galactic Emperor after like a 200 year <laughs> plot that I've been like slowly working on and, and like ramping it up towards this inevitability, and uh, which has been super fun. And all the while, there's this like ravenous hive mind that's just been rampaging across like half of the galaxy. And so, like, I'm trying to do this balancing act of like trying to sow just enough discord amongst all of the people that are part of the galactic community in the Senate to like <laughs> ensure that I can get to the position that I want. But I'm also trying to like not devote so much resources to that or to ensure that they're so fucked that we're just going to get absolutely steamrolled by this ravenous horde, which is probably going to be the case, but I'm definitely going to get crowned before we all go down. So that's worth it. Yeah, totally. Uh, what about you? What are you thinking on? Uh, so we have been watching, and by we, I mean my wife and I, um, on Friday of last week, uh, Midnight Mass uh, dropped on Netflix TV show. I've been hearing a lot about that. So it's the same people who brought you uh, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay, okay. Um, it's a lot of the same... Uh, it's a lot of the same actors. Okay. Um, it is... really good. Okay. But there's there was a scene in the last. So we watched one episode a night. We have since Sunday. So we watched one Sunday, watch one Monday, watch one Tuesday. We're not watching one tonight. We won't watch one tomorrow. We'll probably watch again on Friday. And uh, episode three, then, is what we finish with. Episode three, each episode makes me say, like. I need the next episode now. Yeah. So they're ending it well. Every episode ends well, at least. It ends with something that makes you say, like, well, we have to watch. But we haven't. We're trying to just do it one a day. But there was a scene in episode three where two of the characters were talking about what they think happens after you die. And it may have lasted two minutes. It may as well have lasted 40 fucking five. It yeah. was like, I've, I actually said to the TV, like, all right, let's go. Like, come on. <laughs> fucking move the fucking show along. This is. This is this is it, it totally took me out of the fucking the momentum of the show. The fucking like I was out. I was like, I, I almost said, like, I almost turned it off. Yeah, because it was like this was a bad choice in this moment. Other <laughs> than that, it's the best Stephen King book not written by Stephen King. All right. So that? Stephen King has nothing to do with this show. Sure, sure. I'm, uh, and I know that because um, the endings are strong. But 
it's just uh it's a wild it's wild and it is a um it is absolutely a uh a thumb in the face of organized religion um it is a treatise on what there's nothing wrong with being religious there's nothing wrong with being part of a uh religious movement of any kind as long as the people that are running it aren't abusing it and that's what this show is that's that's not what the show is about it is a definite subplot of yeah. the show okay um okay. so and it, it, it the show takes place on like uh Probably some uh, some small island off the East Coast. It's very nondescript. They don't really tell you. They, they never say like, oh, so you were in Chicago. You went to the mainland. Uh, I don't know if that's part of the show. I don't know if we're going to find out that like the island actually is purgatory or if, you know, right. Right. if it actually exists on a map. I don't fucking know. We what were the all bears is. all along. Yeah, I don't fucking know what it is. I, but I don't know. I never watched Lost. <laughs> At this point, don't. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, it, midnight. It's it's really good. Um, Reapy as fuck, and points. Um, at the end of the third episode, it really takes a a turn uh, to a place that I didn't expect it to go. I'm here for it. Um, I could see where some people would at that point turn the show off, but we'll see. Is it like, uh, like more real life horror or supernatural horror? I'm not going to answer you in general. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to answer you. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm sure uh, that's, that sounds like something that Ashley would also be really interested uh, in. It, sure it won't be. Incredibly acted. Like some of the, like there's been, there were moments where I paused and said like, that was, unbelievable acting so it's well done yeah all right all right uh, yeah so if you liked what you uh if you liked what you heard today on this this uh two-man show which i think went rather well i think it's um good. best thing you could do for us is to go to wherever you listen to your podcast give us five stars and give us a written review uh don't know why that's important but just do that thing tell us um Tell us what you would do if you if if you adopted a small half person half animal kid. Yeah, a little goat demon child. Yeah, if you had a goat demon, would you what just would you do with it? Would you, what love would you do it? it? Would would you not love it? Would you teach it how to drive? <laughs> I don't you... know. <laughs> have questions about goats driving or other things, you can ask them to us on our social medias at Geekcast Live. You just have to go to a social media and then type that in. You can also go to violentpress.com, which is our website. I made that website. You did make it. It's really nice. Yeah, nice. Can't, wait to, can't wait to see what happens in the off season when we tweak it just a little bit like we do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and uh, if Joe was here, he'd talk to you about Patreon. I don't know the uh, I don't know what that is. I think mm. it's, Patreon. I always that say, slash Geekcast Live, maybe I, that sounds right. Patreon.com/slash Geekcast Live. That sounds right. 
And uh, GCL.threadless.com is where you can go to get some merch. Uh, yeah. I, I, I promise uh, the uh, Pennsylvania collection of koozies, they are still in the works. They will be available by Christmas. The dream. And, and call your grandparents. I'll be the same. Why? Craig, leave. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova. Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, oh, yeah, Old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product. Without you, thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie.
motherfucker!